Now it's time for Letter to Hong Kong with legislator Ip Kin Yun, Legis- the legislator representing the education sector. The following program is a personal view program. In September this year, the Education Bureau cancelled the registration of a primary school teacher. The teacher was accused of preparing lesson plans and learning materials that involved a so-called well-planned dissemination of the message of Hong Kong independence, which constituted a serious professional misconduct. The then-principal and vice-principal of the school were also reprimanded by EDB for mismanagement, while teachers who used the same teaching materials received warning letters. The incident was shocking not only to the education sector, but also to the society. It should be noted that cancelling a teacher's registration means that he or she is permanently debarred from teaching. Worse still, it may mean that he or she will henceforth not be able to step into any school campus, which is much more devastating than a simple dismissal. To the best of my understanding, the teacher is wholly innocent. In March last year, the teacher designed lesson plans and worksheets for the subject of life education for primary five and six students of the school to discuss freedom of speech. Students were asked to watch RTHK program Hong Kong Connection that touched on the issues of freedom of speech and how it was affected by the sensitive issues such as Hong Kong independence. Students were required to reply questions on a worksheet. Half a year later in September, a pro-establishment newspaper published the worksheets and smeared the teacher for advocating Hong Kong independence. EDB received a complaint from a parent and thus requested the school to submit a report. EDB also sent officers to the school to conduct an investigation. The internal investigation report conducted by the school concluded that the teacher did not have any intention to disseminate the message of Hong Kong independence at all. But EDB overruled the report and disciplined the teacher with extreme punishments. In the EDB's press conference on October the 6th, the teacher was depicted as a most vicious bad apple. The Hong Kong Professional Teachers Union has been following the case to gain a deep understanding of the situation and holds that the EDB's arguments are ridiculous. The whole incident reflects that EDB's investigation was conducted solely by itself and conducted within a black box. The registration mechanism lacks transparency. Issuing a red card to the teacher in this case, the discipline was totally incorrect and disproportionate. We have many questions to the EDB. The teacher was only responsible for creating the lesson plans, but did not deliver the lessons. All education professionals are aware that lesson plans serve as reference only. Teachers understand the background from the lesson plans and rarely stick strictly to them in class. EDB did not conduct any investigation on the actual classroom delivery of the lessons and concluded their accusations solely based on the contents written in the lesson plans. Is that a professional investigation? EDB said that the teacher overestimated students' comprehension skills, but the students of this primary school seem to exhibit more advanced skills than their peers. Live education, teaching materials for the previous classes, 
include topics about the Islamic State of Iraq, North Korea, and Brexit, which might be deemed inappropriate by the bureau as well. However, some of the topics were in fact proposed by the students themselves and were well received. Whether these topics are appropriate for the young kids should not be judged on the surface. It actually depends on how the teachers assess the abilities and interests of the kids, and also how the topics were dealt with. EDB paid an unannounced visit to the school in September last year, without saying that it was an investigation. The students unanimously said that the topic of the class was freedom of speech. The teacher did not advocate Hong Kong independence, and that they personally did not support Hong Kong independence. So why did the bureau never disclose this information? In a press conference in September this year, one EDB official accused the teacher of spending 50 minutes in the lesson to account for the objectives of the Hong Kong National Party and 35 minutes to discuss topics about the division of the country, such as Tibet independence and Taiwan independence, etc. Did EDB gain an understanding of whether the time planning was actually practiced in class? Did the bureau know that the information was just cited as an example for teachers' reference, but not the focus of teaching? The officials criticized in the press conference that, according to the lesson plan, there was no room for students to express their opinions and could only memorize and write down the video contents. Therefore, the teacher was imposing thoughts and concepts on students. Yet, according to what we know. As a matter of fact, the students were involved in discussion and did have room to offer their own opinions. Besides, in the video played in class, guests from both pro and against stances were interviewed. For example, senior counsel Ronnie Tongkawa said, "Freedom of speech never extends to harm national security." So why did the bureau not mention in the press conference that? The teaching content also included these anti-independence standpoints. Furthermore, the bureau said the teacher was offered two opportunities for written arguments, but the teacher requested to meet in person to clearly respond to the accusations. Why did the bureau decline such a request? Is it not an abuse of power? To decide on such extreme disciplines without a meeting, we can see that even the teacher's request for an oral hearing was rebuffed by EDB. How can we say that justice exists? At the Legislative Council meeting on October the twenty-eighth, I raised a written question asking EDB to provide specific procedures for cancelling a teacher's registration, such as details of the professional team comprising directorate staff established by EDB to handle the case, including the team's membership list and specific workflow. Unfortunately, EDB failed to respond to my questions. EDB did not provide the team's membership list, the number of team members, or the team's power. Nor did EDB provide statistics on anonymous complaints and self-initiated investigations relating to teachers suspected of violating regulations. In response, EDB simply repeated that 
Complaints were handled in a straight, careful, and impartial manner in accordance with established mechanisms and procedures, etc., etc. EDB did not provide any reason why the teacher had not been given an opportunity to orally defend himself or herself, nor did EDB provide any justifications and reasons for its ruling of professional misconduct. At present, regulatory matters relating to teachers are predominated by EDB, an executive organization taking charge of the entire procedure of investigations, adjudications, and meting out of penalties. More than 60% of respondents in a recent public opinion survey considered that cancelling the teacher's registration was a political decision. By reference to the way in which other professions in Hong Kong, including doctors, nurses, social workers, lawyers, and accountants, are regulated, I request the EDB to establish an independent statutory body to handle matters including registrations and complaints with self-regulation as the basic principle. Regarding the deregistered teacher, we will certainly do our utmost to assist the teacher to secure justice. We had already lodged an appeal to the Appeal Board's panel education through a legal team, and now we are waiting for the feedback. If failing which, we will approach the court and initiate a judicial review. We will definitely fight to the end.